My name is Steve Layton, and I travel the world finding amazing and delicious coffee for you to drink at home. Some make coffee difficult to understand and complicated, but here it's my job to make it easy and fun and tell you what's in my mug. Hello everyone and welcome to In My Mug episode uh, 446, something like that. Uh, my name is Stephen Layton, uh, a pleasure as always uh, to join you. This week's coffee comes from Bolivia. Um, we've had a lot of Bolivian coffees. I know that you were enjoying them if you're subscribers because I've had all of the lovely feedback. But this is an old favourite. It's very, very good to see this one coming back. I love Bolivia just purely because the coffees are so unique and so different and we have so many great relationships. But this is kind of the start of the relationships. So it comes from a farm that is called Finca David Vilca. It's called Finca David Vilca because the farm is owned by David Vilca. And the first time we ever visited, I said, oh, what's the name of the farm? And he said, David Vilca. So that's what it's called. David is... Oh, I don't want to be rude and get his age wrong, but he's definitely in his late 70s, like mid-late 70s. Uh, lives with his wife on the farm, which is around about 20 kilometres outside of Caranavi. In fact, while we're talking about that, why don't we go and do the map bit? And when we come back, I'll tell you a little bit more about David. It's the map bit. Rin has been. It's the map... God, it's in my head again. Okay, we're going to South America and the very familiar place of uh, Bolivia. So let's zoom down to Bolivia. Before we do that, we should get some facts. Bolivia is home to the Salar de Uni, the largest salt flat on earth that covers nearly 11,000 square kilometres. And I've been there. Um, I had the best of times there. It's a beautiful, beautiful place. Super crazy how flat it is. Um, but we're talking about coffee, not salt. Uh, and we're going down to David Vilka's house. Um, it's a shame that the, the satellite didn't get the best one, but this is me and David. And uh, yeah, he's a very cool guy. He does most of the picking himself with the, with the help of some of his family. Um, you know, he tries to pick the, the ripest cherries, but what they do at the end is they do a sort that you can see here by hand where they pick out the ones that aren't specialty and they get two grades of coffee. One that is the greens, one that is the, uh, um, one that is the one that they want to use for the quality. And that was, uh, the dog of David Vilke. Um, you see this beautiful mountainous region. It's just so picturesque and so beautiful. It really is perfection for growing coffee. Um, you know, just great growing conditions, great volcanic soil, um, great hard-working people. The highest point is Nevada de Samanja, which is 6,542 metres above sea level. The lowest point is Rio Paraguay, which is 90 metres above sea level. And, uh, yep, yeah, there are our altitudes. And that was the map bit. So you see David's house there. It's kind of really cool that you... Uh, that I, I, I kind of know the coordinates because I've stood there and been there. Um, so, yeah, David, we met through an importer, uh, an exporter, sorry, from uh, from Bolivia, who introduced us. And the first couple of times I went, David really just didn't talk to me or ignored me or just walked past. And I thought, have I done something wrong? So talking to the exporter, they were saying, well, he used to be a diamond miner. And what happened was, from all the dynamite explosions, he lost his hearing, so he can't hear very clearly. And I asked them why he hadn't got hearing aids, and they said that, well, we gave him the money to buy hearing aids, and instead his wife bought a satellite dish. 
um, which I guess is fair enough if you live with somebody you can't have a conversation with you at least want to have some good programs on your TV um, so um, we did a, some raising you guys paid for it uh, a few years ago where we bought him some hearing aids and we bought him a little thing to go around his neck for when he's picking that amplifies so he can hear. Um, and we also bought him some batteries the following year, so we've got plenty of batteries for his hearing aids. And it's great that David is now able to communicate. He started to take part in the local politics of the colony. So he goes to the meetings and he can actually hear the meetings now and, and, and be part of that. Um, and it, it's just, it's really good that, you know, these guys are helping themselves by just producing amazing coffee um, that you guys are willing to pay a little bit more for. Um, we should go and find out a little bit about Bolivia in the fact file. And when we come back, I won't be here. I'm going to be in Sunderland, which uh, I took a bag of coffee with bag of this coffee up to Sunderland with me uh, to meet a guy called Joe, who's doing a very interesting project uh, with his coffee shop. So uh, when you come back, um, we'll be straight there. Welcome to this week's Fact File. As always, figures may change because we don't know what we're talking about, but we're looking at the landlocked country of Bolivia. Um, one of Definitely one of my favourite countries in the world. 25 hectares, uh, 25,000 hectares of coffee, uh, 25,000 hectares devoted to coffee. I'll get it out in a minute. Uh, they are the 33rd biggest coffee producer, which is the world, one of the tiniest. Um, with total coffee production, 25 to 50,000 bags, depends on the year, depends on the yields, and uh, it's around about those marks. Common varietals, we've got Tipica, Katura, Katayi, um, ones that we... Uh, we know well. Um, we're starting to see more geishas and things come out though now. Coffee grown 800, down in like Santa Cruz, up to 2,300 metres above sea level in some parts of uh, Yungus. Uh, and we have 22 farms that we work with. It's crazy. 22 farms from one country. But this one is Finca David Vilka from the region of Ilamani. Um, uh, our owner is David Vilka. It's a washed, seven hectares in size, which five hectares of coffee. The rest are house and land around the house um, he's got Katura and Tipica on the farm and the altitude ranges from 1450 to 1600 metres above sea level and that is the fact file okay so I'm back and I'm joined by Joe uh, Joe hello. say hello to the nice has people um, who are you? <laughs> Um, so I'm Joe Collins, um, I founded Homeside Coffee with a few friends back in 2013 yeah. um, in Sunderland, which is in the northeast of England. Um, God's country. Yeah, I don't know if, you're, if the has-been guys know about it. They know all about this, <laughs> don't you worry about it, I tell them every time I can. <laughs> so yeah, it's sort of a, a city next, next to Newcastle, Durham, um, and yeah, we started the shop, trying to bring specialty coffee to the, to the high street and you know, back really. I mean, and it, I love the idea of this place. So this is a nightclub. Yeah, this is predominantly a music venue and nightclub. Um, more a nightclub than a music venue, just with the way sort of trends come about. Um, so on a Friday and Saturday night, it gets about a thousand people through the doors, and we come back in and try and do the mess. So you know about 3FE, that I'm a partner in Dublin. Colin opened yeah. up in the lobby of a, a nightclub and then we've moved into the nightclub. Do you have to clean up the puddles of sick? And yeah, yeah, we, we yeah. really do get hands on. Ash has been in this morning because we're closed on a Sunday at the moment, so yeah. um, she's been doing a lot of that work for us. Jeez, oh, it's a nightmare and I my hat tip to you. Thanks so, so why are you on here? So, um, 
we're going to move the shop, fingers crossed. Yeah. Um, we feel like we've got the right point now in the sort of lifespan of the business where we need our own premises. We yeah. need to leave the nightclub. Because as much as I love the multi-purpose feel of the place, um, and we will really miss it because we've been here like four years, every day, every night, do you know what I mean? Um, I think it's effectively the only way forward for the show. Being able to lock that door at night and come back and know that everything hasn't been broken yeah. um, is very nice. Yeah, yeah very nice. I am, you know, fingers crossed, you know, going to be loving that day like everybody. So you're doing a Kickstarter to yeah. the race, which I thought was super cute. And people can go and watch the video and hear the whole backstory. I mean, that's where I learned your backstory. Yeah. I, for, for clarity, Joey's not a customer, he hates me. Um, <laughs> I think it's because I'm a bigger Sunderland fan than he is, but um, no, definitely. Um, Joey's not a customer, but I just love the story. I love what you're doing. I think it's fantastic, and I really want to encourage people to support the Kickstarter. So we're going to put it on the screen. If you can tell people what it is, and we'll put a link on the screen. So yeah. What's the address for the Kickstarter? So it's kickstarter.com, Homeside Coffee, Mark 4. Okay, and that'll be across the bottom there, and people will be able to find you. And that's going until the end of the month? Uh, it's 5th of June, it ends. Of so June. you've got another payday. Okay. To kind of take it over the edge. You're doing that's smart thinking, I like that. Well, I actually spoke to Flat Cap Joe, I don't know if you know Joe. And we know Joe, Joe's a big Newcastle. friend of ours, but even though he's a Geordie, we know him still. Yeah, <laughs> sorry about that. Yeah. But um, yeah, Joe did a similar project, so I got in touch and sort of asked, you know, did he have any advice? And he sort of talked us through his process. We learned from that and kind of, yeah. So I do owe Joe a little homage, thanks so much, Joe. <laughs> and that's, I mean, it's awesome that you guys are, like, are working together because the, the Northeast coffee scene, it's quite small, yeah. um, and it's fantastic that you know, guys like you are working together. And the Flat Cap Joe's is definitely somewhere to check out if you're in Newcastle. I, I'm a big fan of Joe's. Yeah, it's we class. were in Glasgow together last week. In fact, he, he came to my apartment at seven o'clock in the morning, and I opened the door in my pants to him. So uh, yeah, <laughs> and he went around telling everybody he's seen me in my pants, and they weren't red. Um, <laughs> we should try the coffee. <laughs> so. Um, this is, um, this is David Bilker's uh, washed Katura, and I was telling the story a little earlier on, and these have already heard the story. So for okay. me, this coffee is primar primarily milk chocolate, which sounds a bit boring, but it's like thick, gloopy, melting chocolate. Yeah. And then I get a lovely papyrus acidity to it, I and mean, that's what jumps out at me. I mean, what, what do you think? Because we, yeah. we all see different things. It's, it tastes super, super smooth, isn't it? It's like just thick and gloopy, and I really love the mouthfeel. Yeah, it. and I don't... I haven't drank anything as sort of well balanced for a while, so yeah. No, they are. I mean, that's a, that's a great thing about Bolivians. They're amazing espressos and they're amazing brew because of that balance. They have great sweetness. They have quality, you know, complex acidities, um, and yeah, I really love in this coffee. Joe, thank you very much for coming on. No um, problem. Thanks thank for having us. I didn't even realise you weren't open on a Sunday. No, at the moment with the nightclub, it's kind of the only day we can't trade. Well, that should change. Hopefully, if people. Kickstarter's on the bottom again there, people go to the Kickstarter. What kind of things can they buy? Like, is it like, can they just like chuck a quid at it? Can they chuck yeah. a fiber at it? What can they do? What so you, they get? you can give just a little bit of money if you, if you like the idea of the place, but you can't make it in. Or you can get, um, we're doing like a living plant wall. So you can buy a plant with your name on that will be put, you know, on the wall. Um, we're doing W Money and Coffee, which was Joe's idea. Yeah. And that's where you put a tenner in and you get 20 pounds to spend in the new shop. Yeah. So that's sort of, it's like a pre-purchase really. It's in the interests of all the regulars who've been helping us for the last few years. So we're not really asking for handouts, it's more like get involved, yeah. 
becomes sort of part of the shop. Yeah, fantastic. Well, I'll be coming up once you're open. Uh, if you want me, I'll come do yeah, a cup no, we'll, we'll come do a cu open cupping for everybody. We'll just yeah, taste some coffees great. together and stuff. That'd be really fun. Yeah. Uh, I always love an excuse to come up to Sunderland. So, uh, yeah. Fantastic place, mate. I'm really impressed. Um, I really hope the Kickstarter is successful. How, how, far, how far are you in there? Like, you've got funding so far? Yeah, so we're currently on about 21 days remaining yeah. and we're on about 45 to 50%. I haven't checked it today. So right. Well, this isn't going out till next Sunday because right. we're on Sunday today here, so we can go there next week. So we'll have a couple of weeks left and hopefully yeah. push you over the edge. Fantastic. Good to meet you. Thanks, Thanks for you. joining us as always. Thanks, everyone. And do remember, life is still too short for bad guys.